Women, you are the queens of our nation, the mother of our home, the pride of our children, a light always left on. You are refined in your ways, a woman of substance, substantially phased by her everyday conscience. A conscience to live in a way that uplifts not just her home, but the home of her brethren. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, faith. Bring your ears closer now and your mind will explode and be inspired by the words of Cover Mode. Assalamu alaikum, hello and welcome to Cover Mode. I'm your host, Rishan Isaacs. In the business of fashion today, I'll take a look at two stories which has made its rounds. That's that of the global Indonesian designers showcasing Muslim wear in London Fashion Week. And the second story being the impact of social media on the modest fashion industry. Our designer feature for today, I'll be interviewing Anika Stellenboom from the design label Fikasa. And in our people of interest, we have Fatima Wise of Me, Mrs. Me blog and Chroma Photography. I'd like to welcome both my guests in the studio, Anika and Fatima. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Cover Mode. Wa alaikum salam. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Pleasure. It's wonderful having you both in the studio today. Today's theme is all about mainstream designers catering to the needs of modest fashion. And in the news, five Indonesian fashion designers will participate in the London Fashion Week 20. 2016, promoting Muslim attire at the global international fashion event. And I will remember to post some images of those designers um, on our Facebook site, Cover Mode. If you haven't liked it yet, go on and like it. It's called Cover Mode. Supported and organized by hijabup.com, an e-commerce enterprise in Muslim fashion, and the British Council, four designers, namely Diane Pelangi, and please forgive me if I'm not pronouncing the names properly, and <laughs> Restu Angreni, Janahara, and Zaskia Sunkar, will participate in the International Fashion Showcase of the London Fashion Week 2016, which will be held this week, February the 19th to the 23rd. Meanwhile, Another designer, Vivi Zubaydi, will show her Muslim wear collection in a trunk show on February 21st. So while not featuring on the runway, Vivi Zubaydi will bring her a buyer collection to the event um, to be seen. And um, the four designers will introduce what they call the modest cosmopolist theme, which represents four elements, fire, water, air and light. One interesting concept was offered by one of the designers, Saskia Zunkar, who represents the wind element in her collection by combining Indonesia's traditional cloths, um, such as the songat and batik. And then, however, only Diane Pelanga's collection will be on the runway, the London Fashion Week runway. All the others will be showcasing via a trunk show or at the event space at the London Fashion Week. The four designers' collections has been curated by Carrie Munden, an art director and fashion designer based in London, with the support of the British Council. An international bloggers' meetup, which is to be held, will bring together the world's fashion bloggers to meet and share experiences with hijab.com um, hijabup.com at the London Fashion Week 2016 and this will tie in very well with today's interviews because we do have Fatima here who is a blogger and uh, maybe we'll get some of her views later on that but the head of the Indonesia's creative economic um, agency Triwan 
uh, Munaf expressed his support for the initiative and the participation of the Indonesian designers in the LFW 2016. And this is what he said. This will be the first time that Muslim attire will be showcased at the London Fashion Week. And the fact that it will be from Indonesia for him is remarkable. Um, this article was posted on the IFDC Council, the ifdcouncil.org, and um, the source is from antaranews.com. Anika, Fatima, what are your views on seeing Muslim attire or more modest wear uh, attire featured on Global Fashion Weeks? Um, I, think, I think it's pretty amazing. Um, the fact that um, it's being seen on a global scale, um, it's really something that speaks to everybody and everybody gets to see it and the fact that modest fashion is being shown on runways um, makes people more aware of it and makes it being seen less as you know islam is seen as Mm -hmm. you know oppressive or something like that and the fact that it's on fashion runways um makes it the fact that younger people get to see it and the fact that younger school going kids are starting to wear hijab is it really amazing and the fact that um it's a modest fashion is on the runway plays a big part and i think i think you just touched on something in terms of younger you know muslims or younger modest way uh um customers and that's that they don't often find something that meets with the age group because i know when i wore hijab at a very young age and i would walk and look for a taxi or whatever often i'd be called auntie because yes. immediately I'm like 10 or 20 years older than myself. And yes. you look at them and you're like, I'm only like, I'm, I'm only a teenager. <laughs> and yeah. they're already calling me auntie. So I think that there's this whole world of youth who want to dress modestly. And if one, one looks at, you know, we, we're not in a, a Muslim country, um, but we practice quite freely. Um, it is, it's become easier for a young Muslimas to find dress or ways to dress modestly without it, you know, adding some age on them or without them looking like their mother. Because I think that that was the problem that yes. um, there wasn't any fashion or designs that catered for their body types or for their youth. The youth, yes, definitely, definitely. And it's a big it's a big step to actually start wearing modestly and start wearing scarves. So <laughs> it's, it's amazing that I see so many young women dressed Honestly, yeah. what about you, Anika? What What are your views on this? Honestly, I think it's about time. Um, <laughs> there's too many things in the media nowadays that sort of portrays women as being free, mm-hmm. you know, um, in the sense of dressing practically naked, which it doesn't really look very tasteful, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that less is more, in my opinion, would be um, showing less skin. So, yeah, speak, you know? <laughs> um, because it looks more, it looks more elegant. It looks more graceful. It doesn't necessarily need to make you look very mm-hmm. old or anything like that. It just depends on how you style a particular item. Um, I mean, my things are pretty modest, but mm-hmm. you could just sort of throw it on and you'd still look as if you are, you know, in your early twenties, uh-huh. whatever the case may be. It really depends on you as a person. And I think gradually, um, the world will sort of start to see again, you know, as as trends sort of go on, that it's okay to cover up, you know, you're still free, you are not oppressed, you are mm-hmm. not um, being told what to do, because it does look more feminine, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, there's too many things on, on TV nowadays, you know, where you get these reality shows, reality TV shows where everything is open, 
you know, it, it leaves nothing to the imagination. And tighter the better. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not yeah. something that I think it's very, it's not very tasteful. Um, no. I think being covered. And in I do feel that nicer. you know, bringing this to the runway somehow mm. also um, we, we're. The, I'm just on an article that I read a few weeks ago, and I can't recall the exact place that I read it, but it's starting to convert people who never wore modest wear yes, because absolutely. now they're seeing modest wear as a very <coughs> elegant thing to mm. wear or to be able to cover i mean we've just seen it on uh, for those that follow the globes and all those sorts of things that you're what what the you know we normally call celebs and those sorts of things mm. starting to wear more modestly mm. and these are people that young people look at mm. for styles or for fashion and the fact that they're also starting to cover it really gives a better impression of you know how you portray yourself as a person and um, the funny thing is it looks more expensive I think <laughs> you know the more you cover it because um, a lot of a my lot clients, material I look at a lot of my clients the the non-muslim clients particularly they look at my clothes and they you know some of the things they'd be like oh you know I've gone to so-and-so a shop and it's it's too naked, you know. Um, I like your things. It's, it's got a sleeve mm -hmm. on it. Or can we maybe have a longer sleeve? Or, you know, it's a maxi dress. I'd rather go with something like that because it covers those mm -hmm. little things that I don't necessarily want showing, mm -hmm. you know. And they're more likely to purchase something that's a bit more covered. Yes. And in some nice way or another, mm -hmm. many women... Um, or even men, mm. there's something they want to cover more than something else, mm, you absolutely. know, and, yeah. and that's also just, you know, providing uh, the modest way customer with something um, that meets their needs. Um, we're going to speak to Anika more about her label, Fit Casa, after the break. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul and faith. This is cover mode. Fikasa is a brand that caters for broad customer bases, but doesn't leave the modest wear customer behind. And I'll be talking to Anika of the Fikasa label here on Cover Mode. Welcome again. And this time we're going to focus on you, Anika, as the designer <laughs> of Fikasa. But before we even talk about the clothes mm -hmm. that you offer, I'd really like to know, what does Fikasa. But let me let me uh, um, first spell Fikasa. Fikasa okay. is spelled P H I mm -hmm. space C A S A. Right <laughs> now, what's behind the name Fikasa? It's it's actually a long, long winded explanation. I'm going to try and keep it as short <laughs> as possible. Um, as a child, I was always my sister and I both very, very girly type of girls. Um, I'm quite creative, so everything I do is based on a feeling, you know, mm -hmm. it depends on how I feel on the day and uh -huh. this is what I'll design depending on where I get the inspiration from. But nonetheless, I've always been quite obsessed with art and history in general um, as subjects, um, especially ancient art, you know, mm -hmm. from all over the world, mm -hmm. um, whether it be Egyptian art, um, Italian art, Islamic art, particularly mm -hmm. from Morocco and oh, um, ancient Persia yeah, and Persia. Turkey and those mm -hmm. places. And I love, I love the Brazilian cultures. I like cultures in general. And... Um, I know there was something I read a few years a few years back with regards to um, phi, um, the Greek symbol phi, which mathematically calculates to 1.618 and the Fibonacci sequence. So how it essentially works is in art particularly, or actually everything in this world, when it's calculated, whether they're calculating the circumference of a 
sunflower or whether they're calculating water or whether they're calculating limbs. Um, for instance, if you took, if you took, oh, you, well, anyone can point to her, <laughs> if, you her length, yeah. if you took the length <laughs> of your entire arm and then divided it sort of from, divided it from, wait, how does it work? From year to year, you take that number and then the length from year to the tip. You take from that, the elbow from to the, elbow. the yeah, to your yeah. wrist. Yeah, and then you divide that and you would essentially get the number 1.618. Oh my gosh. So everything in art that is considered beautiful, anything in this world that is essentially considered beautiful will calculate to 1.618. They use it for music, they use it for biology, they use it for so art. So what is it, like an equal everything. side or...? Um, I'm not entirely sure, but it's got to do, well, it's a very, very long-winded explanation. <laughs> like I said, if you, if you went into... Um, it's particularly got to do with a lot of art. Um, so I'm thinking of like, of you know, people's faces who are asymmetric and equal on, on both something sides. Like that. You know, um, at the same time, even though it speaks to things that are um, considered beautiful, it mm -hmm. also speaks to things that have balance mm -hmm. naturally. See? You know, yeah. um, if you look at water, if you look yeah. at nature in itself, yeah. it's beautiful. But you can't quite put your finger on it. You know, what is it that makes it really that mm. absolute? Mm -hmm. You know, but it's really about balance. And it's sort of the same thing that I try to um, create with my collections. It's all about balance. You know, um, for instance, I started off as a makeup artist in the industry before I became a fashion designer. And ultimately, I've always wanted to be a fashion designer, you know, sketching up collections, playing it on with fabrics and that type of thing. And color, particularly because I love color, <laughs> sweet and color. But um, for me, it's always been a case of creating balance in a way that, you know, if you're going to be doing your makeup, if you can have bold eyes then have a nude lip, if you can mm -hmm. have a bold lip, have nude eyes, if you can have sleeveless um, arms, then have um, a covered back or a covered neck. Uh -huh. You know, if you're going to have a backless dress, then have long sleeves. Mm -hmm. It's all about balance. You can't expect to have naked arms, naked legs, naked everything. And mm. it's, there's just no balance. And something is obviously wrong with it aesthetically, you know. Um, so, yeah, when I essentially came up with the term Ficasa, I was looking for something that sort of embodied me as a person because obviously my collections are very personal to me. So, Everything that fascinated me was, was things like um, the Greek goddesses, for instance. There was mm -hmm. something very feminine about them, very mm -hmm. sultry, very beautiful. Sirens in, particularly, <laughs> in particular. Sorry. Um, I, I think originally wanted to name it Siren, but then I thought, okay, people are going to think of ambulance. You know, that's <laughs> not going to work out for me. Um, sirens and um, women's style from the 1920s up until the 1960s. Every single mm -hmm. era had a particular feel about yes, it. You know, it when you did. look at that woman and you think, I wish I lived in that time, mm -hmm. you know. I, I do. I, I love that era myself. I yeah, lo I love what what women sort of embodied back then. They were actual women, mm -hmm. you know, and they were mm -hmm. proud to be women. They weren't okay. Aside from the nineteen twenties, when they had that whole androgynous <laughs> vibe, they were still women, regardless, yeah. you know. And um, yeah, I, I sort of like the mystery of the ancient world, so to speak. Is and that's where casa comes in? Well, that essentially, um, it means house. So fee, because it's balance. Um, balance if, you, if you translate in it into way. English, it means house of balance. Ah. You know, so everything that I have under my little house of design <laughs> is balance. So yeah, that's essentially Wow. Well, oh, I'm sure we followed you every step yeah. of that scientific <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> explanation. But your label caters for a broader consumer. It does. It's it does, well absolutely. balanced in that yeah. way. <laughs> How have you managed to accommodate the modest wear customer? Um, well, in general, Ficasa 
you know, carries a fairly modest collection um, of all designs in general. Um, I particularly love long dresses, you know, flowy maxi mm-hmm. skirts, flowy dresses. Um, even my shirts or the tops that I wear uh, or produce, um, it's slightly longer than the regular ones. So, um, naturally, these are the type of items that anyone would find mm-hmm. in a in a Ficasa collection, you know, regularly on a regular like basis. Like the beautiful dress you have on yes. at the moment. Thank you. Which we will also post. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, and then um, and, and how would you describe your design label in terms of the clothes that you design? Um, in terms of the clothes, um, look, I'll be honest, everything I design is particularly for me, of course. Um, <laughs> I, I, I make everything I like, you know, because mm-hmm. it's something that I've never quite found in maybe other retail stores, yes. or big commercial stores. I'm, I'm a little bit taller than most people. I'm, I'm 1.73, so uh-huh. I'm taller than the average. Um, I tend to make things that's long enough for me because mm, before I would always purchase find you things, have to take out the hem, take out the hem or, or, yeah. and it's just it does not fit correctly. Um, at the same time, I'm also pear shaped, which a lot of women are pear shaped. So mm-hmm. I design things that you know accommodates my silhouette, you know, and at the same time it accommodates everyone. That's a long explanation. I used to teach styling as well, so oh, awesome. that's another I'm topic for another time. I'm thinking of calling you in again. <laughs> but um, yeah, so my I things love are when more I learn more about my guests. <laughs> so yeah, my things are more. It's um, I would say it's it's classy. It's timeless. Mm-hmm. Um, it's those classic pieces that's not necessarily basic, but at the same time it's basic. But it sort of balances each other out mm-hmm. in the sense where. Um, you could basically do almost anything you want with it, but at the same time, it's graceful. You yeah, know, yeah. Because you, you mentioned a few prints, and you have the shirts and, and those sorts of things yeah. as well. Do you mostly use cotton, or you? Um, it depends. I use a lot of natural fabrics. Mm-hmm. I use quite a lot of rayons. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I use a lot of those actually. <laughs> <laughs> I use a lot of rayons. Um, it depends on the season as well, but I predominantly work with quite a lot of that. A lot of cottons as well. Um, yeah, that's that's really. I was going to ask you. You know, mm-hmm. you do main, you, you 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 cater to the broader consumer, yeah. but in your own words, who does Fikasa cater to? Mm-hmm. And you said it's the woman who probably is very much like you. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to ask you to an extent, I suppose. Um, <laughs> like I was saying, uh, who is I Anika Sandberg? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like I said, I do essentially cater for women that's, mm-hmm. you know, taller than the average. Um, and yet there's a lot of, you know, shorter women that purchase my items. They just sort of shorten it or adjust it according to their sort of look. Um, but at the same time, from a styling perspective, all my collections in general are interchangeable with previous collections, mm-hmm. as well as other collections from other brands and designers, you know, because that's the point is essentially it's, it's balance. I mean, you're never going to find one person that has just one particular, you know, collection from a particular designer. Everyone's going to mix and match. It's the same mm-hmm. thing that you would find in your makeup case. You're not just going to find something from a particular cosmetic store you know because so if a customer was to come to you and you know they wanted to cover appropriately Mm -hmm. um what would you offer them in your line and it is probably since you mentioned a teenager before Mm -hmm. um and a lot of moms also look at dressing their kids and they're Mm -hmm. the ones that have to buy the clothes anyway Mm. um we're coming to Fikasa. what can you offer them well um because it's quite interchangeable it's more case of look you wanting to purchase an item that is not necessarily going to be worn just once off and you look mm-hmm. at it you'll be like, mm, what am I going to do with that? You know, it's more <laughs> case of, okay, so this is something I could use. I could wear a pair of sneakers with it. I could wear heels with it. I could wear sandals with it or whatever the case may be. And um, it's every single item, it 
like I said, it's interchangeable, but it depends on you as a person, you know, whether your style is very feminine or high fashion or whether your style is, you know, sort of street style, more sort of tomboyish. You decide, essentially, because Ficasa, it is to make an individual or to make a, f a woman feel sort of exclusive, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you decide what you want to do with it because we essentially cater for all women of different all women from different age groups different backgrounds different different cultures and um so it's about that communication with each other you but know? you'd be adding a bit of you know whether it's um accentuating the garment with mm. a big belt or a small belt absolutely um what happens a lot of the time clients would come to me and they'd be like oh i love that dress but i can't imagine like what would i possibly wear with that and i'd be mm -hmm. like you know you probably have a belt in your cupboard or you probably have one of those cardigans mm -hmm. in your cupboard or maybe you've got a skinny jeans you know and they see one of the tops and they're like oh what do i wear this with and you know it's, it's really about piecing it with other items that they already have so mm -hmm. that they're able to sort of recycle an outfit without making it look as if they yes, recycled yes. it of course so yeah i for instance have most of my garments are you know sort of just throw on and you maybe just add one thing like a belt simply because I'm quite busy and, and I don't have the time to and, and, but elegance is very basic as well it and is it's keep quite a garment basic. really mm. elegant you yeah. keep it basic and mm. sometimes I mean you, you've got a lot of amazing prints and colors mm. as Thank well you. I mean I think that's probably a little bit more pastel um, that's come yeah, through actually, there as well yeah pastel I think it is like <laughs> a baby blue with white denim and, yeah type of a color <laughs> and uh, it's all about you know the way if, if a garment already speaks for itself, mm. it's its subtle changes that mm. will probably match or complement mm -hmm. a different character. Mm -hmm. um, I stick to very plain and simple or I would say simple silhouettes, you mm -hmm. know, female silhouettes um, that aren't really tricky in the sense where you sort of look at it and you'll be like, okay, now what? You know, it, it's a case of throwing something on and maybe um, I, for instance, had or I produced these cascading um, cardigans um, that I made now for the previous collection and a lot of people tended to wear this with the dresses you know yeah. some of the dresses were short sleeve it wasn't like this one that I had a sleeve on it um, they would wear they would wear it with the with the maxi dresses or they would wear it with the maxi skirts and a mm -hmm. top and you know this long cardigan and they maybe add the belt over that or they would wear it with a pair of skinny jeans and a long shirt so it was quite interchangeable you wouldn't really say that they've worn it before yeah you know because it's just it's easy yes. and yeah, I try to make things as uncomplicated as possible because I know that as a designer, or I'll speak for a lot of my friends that probably say the same thing, as designers, we sort of take it for granted, you know, that we know how to style things and we know mm. what to do with certain items. But, but others don't. They look at a garment and have no idea yeah. what it would look like on them. Yeah, absolutely. Or they'll see a garment and say, oh, no way, am I buying mm. that? Yet, if they put it on mm. and they saw what it did for their figure yeah. or for their look or whatever, it will change their opinion of it. Mm. So it's really having a stylist there or someone who has mm. that absolutely. sort of eye to be able to help a customer. And that, that goes back to another conversation on customer mm. service. <laughs> but, you know, a, a sto another story I have, and that's probably going to bring um, Fatima in, is um, the impact of social media on the modern 
this fashion industry, and Fatima, this probably links to what you do, um, there is undeniably a modest fashion craze that has been going on across the globe this past year or two with big brands like your um, in fashion celebrities, entrepreneurs, and um, important forums aboard uh, on this movement. And then this trend is seeing mainstream brands like your, you know, your Mangos, your Zara's, your DKNY's, and I'm saying that quietly because we're not really advertising. But just to give you an idea that they're coming up with modest wear collections they never did before. We are also seeing many celebrities, and I'm not going to mention all of them, who are wearing the Islamic headscarf. But are not particularly, but they're not Muslim. Um, and they're wearing the headscarf, the hijab, and um, they're dressing in an abaya. We've seen models also dress in abayas. And this is in no way means or means um, that they are examples of modesty or modest people. But one can welcome their effects on a lot of teenagers who follow these celebs. But that in itself is a discussion for another <laughs> for another day as well. Many designers and entrepreneurs across the globe are now tapping into this booming market. More importantly, discussions on modest fashion are increasing in global economic forums around the world. And we cannot deny that this is a very significant movement. But who started it? The answer to that is social media personalities, people like Fatima. <laughs> Um, who, who and and uh, Fatima, what is the impact? What has the impact been um, on social media for your business? But, but I'll, I'll go to a break first because I really want to go into that discussion um, with both you and Anika in terms of what the impact of social media has had on your business. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, and faith. This is Cover Mode. Welcome back to Cover Mode with me, Rashan Isaacs, and we have Fatima Wise of Me, Mrs. Me blog and Chroma Creative. Chroma Creative is your photography. Yes, that's editor. correct. Correct. And the question I'd asked was the impact that social media has on your business. Um, social media has a really big impact on, on, on any business, I would say. Um, not too long ago, there was no Facebook. There was no Twitter. There no. was no Instagram. Um, and... I think it's our new version of word of mouth. Mm -hmm. um, if people like your page or your post, more people get to see it. And um, it's everybody who's not on social media nowadays. Mm -hmm. So it's a big, it's a big, they, I mean, there are dedicated jobs to social media in businesses nowadays. So that alone can tell you what a big impact it can make on mm -hmm. your business. And you, Anika, <laughs> like volumes, it's a, it's a dedicated <laughs> job. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't really had that much time for social media. I really wish I did. Um, but from you know designing production and, and getting the product out there to the client, it's been it's been a challenge. Um, I am on social media, just not as frequently as I should be. Um, all that's going to change this year, inshallah. It's going to change. <laughs> um, yeah. So what I like about social media, however, is that. Um, because my collection is quite personal, it gives me the opportunity to, you know, discuss or speak to clients one on one instead of get to know them personally. Um, I find that humans in general are very curious beings, you mm -hmm. know, they want to know more. They like pretty pictures. They like the sort of idea of a life that they um, 
hope to have or want to achieve to or at least strive to have, you know. And everyone likes pretty things. Everyone likes to see what else is out there, you know, and you sort of get to interact with people on a personal level, which is what I like. I like knowing and, who and my like clients are. And like you said, what, what else is out there? Mm. I want to touch on that because... If it was not for social media, the modest fashion market seemed to have been forgotten. Mm -hmm. Um, Women who dress modestly testify to not finding clothes that are stylish and modest, resulting in having to buy clothes to layer all the time. Mm -hmm. And at least like because you have a a collection of your own, people can make a one-stop shop shop Mm -hmm. where you are able to offer them more than just what you have for the broader uh, consumer. But Mm -hmm. individuals vented their frustrations positively on social media by creating unique and stylish outfits different platforms with what was available to them and this we'll discuss in our conversation with Fatima today. Fatima, let's start with what's in a name like we did with Picasa because me, (laughs) Mrs. Me just you know really sound like it's all about me so... Yes, it, it is. Um, <laughs> what, else, what else can I say? <laughs> um, uh, well, it's actually taking a different route, but we'll get to that. Um, uh, it started off, Me Misses Me, I wanted to name it M- Me Miss Me. Mm-hmm. I thought it had like a nice ring to it and easy off the tongue. Then I realized, wait, you're not a miss. You can't say you were miss. <laughs> That's not going to work. So it ended up being me, Mrs. Me. And I thought that would be easy to say, uh-huh. but it turns out it's, it's not. It's really me, not. Me, Mrs. Me. It's I've a, met so many people who, who say, Mama. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They don't realize that it's. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's a cute. bit odd. I think yeah. also when you look at it in maybe all small small letters, um, but if they're, the caps are in the right places, they clearly can see that it's me, Mrs. Me. Yeah, I think I should um, change the logo. I love that name, actually. Thank you. (laughs) So you don't need to change it. (laughs) But what led you to starting a blog? Um, To be honest, it was when I decided to start wearing a scarf. It's a difficult journey for anybody Mm. who's starting, especially because we're living in in like a fairly Western Mm. country. Um, but we are, we we are able to freely express our our religion. Um, so a friend of mine told me that she should start blogging, and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. That's not happening. But then I decided, okay, let's 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 give it a go. And it was definitely a way that helped me to wear my scarf. It 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 made me think about what I'm going to wear, what I'm going to put out there. And it made me feel like maybe I could inspire people because it's a difficult journey. So starting a blog is actually a big step because you are really putting yourself out there. Yes. And when you put yourself out there, it's what kind of feedback are you going to get? You know, are people going to be inspired or are they going to be, well, you'll know by the amount of likes you get. Yeah, many times I have to think, can I say this? What are people going to think if I say this? (laughs) Because... um. I'm very opinionated, but I, I'm, I'm not. I wasn't very. A, I wasn't a very confident person, and hijab changed that. Changed is, me completely. And yet, you were saying it was difficult to don your hijab. Yet, it gave you more confidence. Yes, it definitely did. Um, I felt more sure of myself, and I think because I felt more sure of myself, and people, people reacted differently to me. Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah. <laughs> so some people started blogs for various reasons. Some people from this modest way market designed their own clothes um, from, you know, that were blogging and those sorts of things. And this is how they put out what they were making or what they were wearing or how they were wearing it in terms of the, the, the impact of social media. So some people from this modest way market designed their own clothes that suited their needs because the mainstream market could not provide it. And then in no time, these personalities on Instagram and several blogs sites started getting attention and they did not understand why retailers couldn't understand where is this coming from how is this happening we how did we not see a market here um, what they had not known was that they had given modest fashion wearers what they were looking for all along this is the the um, the bloggers like Fatima they'd been giving them inspiration they became the icons people looked to for fashion inspiration so what what can one expect when they come to your blog? Um, yeah. For now, <coughs> sorry, for now, my blog has taken a backseat to what what we call life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, and also um, something new that I'm starting. Um, and if you do follow my blog, you'd know that I'm, I'm trying to start the NPO. And um, um, I want to use my blog as a platform mm-hmm. to give back. Brilliant. To, to the mm. community. And so for now, there's not a lot of fashion, <laughs> I must admit. Um, but I'll get, I'll get there. I'll get I was going to say, you've been very quiet lately. What's in the pipeline for me, Mrs. Me? And you're saying you're moving to an NPO. Will it still be called me, Mrs. Me? Is this why you're considering changing the name? No, no. Okay. Me, Mrs. Me is still going to be my platform for, for fashion. So you're not um, stepping away from... I'm, I'm not stepping no. away from that. I'm using Me, Mrs. Me. I think me people still want to be inspired. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'd, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all my readers for not... <laughs> If, if I do have any. <laughs> but if anyone has followed you like I have, I know what you've been busy with. And, and that does keep you pretty busy. But we'll chat about that later. How would you describe your personal style for those that, you know, because you've been on such a long break? My personal style is very laid back. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very, very much about comfortability for me and how I'm feeling in, in, on the day. Mm-hmm. So Fikasa sounds perfect for me actually. I was actually going to say for me it's a case of the older I get the more comfortable I want to yeah. be. Well let's take a break there and continue afterwards and we'll chat more to uh, Fatima about Chroma Creative. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul and faith. This is Cover Mode. We have Anika Stellenboom from Fikasa Design Label in the studio, as well as Fatima Wise of Me, Mrs. Me blog. But it's not only Me, Mrs. Me. Besides being in front of the camera, Fatima is also behind the camera lens. So who or what is Chroma Creative? Chroma Creative is um, basically the way I... The way I make money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because we know social media was a form of free advertising for designers. It was a quick and easy way to put their things out there without having to go through your, you know, mainstream uh, marketing. Yes, yes, advertising. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so so Chrome Creative is um, my business name. Um, I'm a graphic designer by trade. 
and I studied at Edo course on photography and found that it was something wow. I really wanted to do. And if anyone has seen Fatima's work, it is amazing. Thank it's, you so much, Rafa. It's beautiful. I believe you're also getting into some photography. I am, but I'm nowhere near Fatima's <laughs> level. I'm still very, very amateur. I have just also completed my photographer course, but I, I mean, I look at yours for inspiration as well. And so I just much. love what you do. And it's always important also to, I'm sure you also have someone who you, definitely. you know, look no, to. Definitely. There's, so. Many. There's so many. <laughs> we should work together. Yes. <laughs> There's so many. Um, what? What? So yeah, you're Chroma Creative. It's not only photography. Um, it's also it's also graphic, graphic design. design. Yeah, um, but I do focus on wedding photography, and wedding photography is not for everybody. No, um, no, definitely. And that is what I, I I think I mean when I say when I look at your work, it's wedding photography is bringing the emotion of that day yeah, across. It's, it's about it's about love. It's about catching that moment, that expression um, that um, people don't see on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you feel, what you are feeling as yeah. the bride, as yeah. the groom on the day. And you need to capture that. And yeah. I'm a very um, a documentary style photographer. Uh-huh. So I capture the day as it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not too much about posing. Yeah. I mean, there uh, are the mandatory yes. poses yeah, that have to go <laughs> in. But um, it's more about the feeling. And mm-hmm. that's what I want to. I want you to be able to look back on your photos and think. And remember what and you felt. And remember yeah. what you felt. And um, if I recall, just going through your Chroma Creative or, or your one of your sites, um, a I think it might have been recently. Uh, they didn't even see the photos yet, but I think they thanked you for getting in the mud. Yes. Is this what you need to do as a photographer? Because <laughs> I, I mean, it's a wedding. <laughs> yeah, um, I do. I do get in 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 very awkward spaces if I have to, um, but it's about getting the shot. And for me, that's the kind of photography you want on your wedding day. Isn't that so, Anika? <laughs> Go the extra mile. <laughs> yes, you want someone who's going to capture that shot no matter where they have to find themselves a spot. And, and um, you know, just going back to graphic designing, because there's different levels of graphic design. There's the animation, there's all of those sorts of things. What do you specialize in? What's your um I do niche? like logo designs and magazine layouts and that type of um, design. Front-end websites. I don't really do back-end websites, which is something I want to learn, definitely. Um, and in photography and graphic design and the way things are moving mm-hmm. um, in terms of technology and um, you definitely need to just keep abreast of it and always be learning. Oh, yes, because things change always all the learning. time, right? And also, I mean, there, there's, you wanna, sometimes you want to keep something the old method. Um, and if you're going with graphic design changes and those sorts of things, are you talking about technology or are you talking about elements within pictures? Yeah, there's, there's definitely different trends each year. Um, something will be more popular mm-hmm. than it was last year. It's very much like yeah. uh, like like fashion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, going back to combining the two. Now, I know it's very impossible to be behind the camera and take photos of yourself. So, are you your own photographer when you're doing your shots? My Selfie. <laughs> because if you are, that's that's probably another specialized <laughs> thing you put on your list. <laughs> no. Um, you know, you get those Instagram husbands. Oh my gosh, I've <laughs> seen what, that. What is yes. that about? I saw, yes. I saw a tag like not too long ago and I didn't get a chance because like I said, I don't have a time for social media. But all of the time. But what, what exactly is it? It's the husband that takes all your photos that you post. My husband, if we had to do it, I would not be able to keep a stick. 
<laughs> but no, no. Um, my husband is not the Instagram husband because he doesn't take photos with his phone or my phone. Never, never, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, with a camera, yes. But I'm sure that he's picked up a few uh, photographic uh, Definitely. I skills. have had to rope him in and take him with me on weddings. <laughs> Brilliant. But now, if anyone wants to contact you for wedding photography or, f- or not only for wedding photography, for Chroma Creative or contact you for as a blogger and find out what you're up to next or as a speaker, who knows, um, how do they get in contact with you? Um, you can contact me via my blog, and you can check out my f- mm-hmm. my website. It's www, and it's me, Mrs. Me, me, Mrs. Me dot com. Yes, dot com. And my photography is www dot designs dot com. So me, Mrs. Me is M E M R S M E dot com, and that's yes. for your blog, right? Yes. And Chroma Creative, C H R O M A Creative, designs. is designs is for your photography and graphic designs. Mm-hmm. And then, if anyone wanted to contact Fikasa, or where are you based? How do they find you? Um. Well, currently, I'm stocking in a shop called Lily's Closet in Stellenbosch. I've been okay. there for about three years. Um. That particular shop doesn't necessarily carry the entire collection. Um, it's a lot of students in that particular town, so okay. they would have the more colorful type of thing. Um, I also stock at, well, for those that do go to Namibia, there's a shop called Chloe's Closet in Mariental. Okay, All right. Mm-hmm. And then at Homemade Cape Town. Um, okay, it's a great. pop-up store. Awesome. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that, that's my, my, my two guests for today, Fatima Wise and Anika Salimboam. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been wonderful having you in the studio. Thank you Thank so you for much having for having us. Yeah. <laughs> to our young Muslim women, if you're unsure as to your attire being modest, then ask yourself this question. Just look in the mirror and ask yourself, can I offer my salah in these clothes? Your answer to this should guide you. And that's a wrap for today's show. I'm Roshan Isaacs wishing you a magical Monday. Assalamu alaikum. Women, you are the queens of our nation, the mother of our home, the pride of our children, a light always left on. You are refined in your ways, a woman of substance, substantially phased by her everyday conscience. A conscience to live in a way that uplifts not just her home, but the home of her brethren. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, faith. Bring your ears closer now and your mind will explode and be inspired by the words of Cover Mode.